Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of the second season of Anupam. My name is Pratik Sen, junior coordinator of the branding cell, and I will be your host for this episode. We understand that choosing a specialization can be a defining point in a student's life. and to make the process a little easier for you we have some industry professionals from various fields talk about their journey the branding cell conceptualizes these weekly doses of intriguing conversations to give you a deeper insight into the world of management we hope to help you make an informed decision about choosing the right fit for you by the end of this season in our previous episode we spoke about the fields of finance human resources and marketing Our guest spoke at length about the career opportunities in these fields. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I would highly recommend you to give it a listen as well. Today we have with us Kunal Ajay Dogra, who is going to talk about his journey in the field of operations and the multiple career avenues it offers. I would like to extend a warm welcome to Sir Colonel Ajay Dogra is an army officer from Army Air Defence with 23 years of operational experience. He has been a diplomat with United Nations in New York, served as a peacekeeper in Sudan and currently pursuing his masters from Indian School of Business Hyderabad. He has a rich experience in operations, strategy, HR, risk management, training and development and international relations. He has also published two books on education, Learning to Unlearn and Find Your Future. Thank you for taking out the time to do this, sir. Yeah, thank you for having me here, Pratik, and for your nice introduction. I'm really grateful for, to you for giving me this opportunity. My first question to you is: People are aware of marketing, HR, finance in depth, but there is a lack of common knowledge, especially among fresh graduates, as to what operations is about. Could you please elaborate on this? The same question was there in my mind when I started looking into the corporate world, and my professor at that time told me that Ajay, try to look what operations is not about. Rest everything will be in operations. So he told me just remember these four five things are not in operations. Rest everything falls into operations category. So if if we look at into from a very layman's terms, what is operations is you have a set of inputs, there is a process, and then it is the output. everything that goes from the input to the output in an efficient manner in which we look at the needs of the customer do it in efficiently that becomes operations so if we look at the various types of inputs we talk about it can be in form of raw material it can be form of labor consumer energy and outputs are nowadays is goods and services all this becomes part of operations now we produce from operations we produce goods we manage services we manage quality all those type of things come part of operations and in operations we it all deals with day to day decisions and also with the operation strategy it means like product design process design quality management all these parts are available or part of operations only we talk about that so sir was your experience of 23 years of serving in the army and influence in taking operations as a field in corporate sector yeah this is a good question and in fact wherever i go in corporate world this is the first question people ask me that sir you had everything in defense and with 23 years of rich experience why did you try to come this side and this one the misnomer in fact nowadays i'll tell to the students also like in the corporate world your technical skills carry you to some level it's your behavior yes, and it's your emotional skills which take you ahead 
and defense services is one uh, arena which teach you or which enriches you very very highly in other types of emotional skills and other behavioral skills so once i realized that okay the corporate world needs people like me to take them ahead i just need to polish certain skills and once you got the, get them those skills like doing some say management programs and other things and you match them with your behavioral skills then the sky is the limit and for me it was challenging yourself going beyond your limits within army within defense operations you have done whatever you want but then you want to go ahead and look into some things which are okay some we call it some unexplored arenas where you want to test yourself and see where you can make a difference so my aim is to get get to a field where i can make a difference to the lives of millions and that's what i'm trying to do it now thank you so that was really insightful now i'd like to know what is the ideal skill set that a person must have to be in this field yeah firstly you should be thick skinned <laughs> just joking <laughs> that's not actually required see there are two types of uh, skills which i'll talk about one are behavioral skills and other are the technical skills and especially the way the operations has uh, say transformed itself in last 4 5 years is the type of the variety of skills it's actually uh, tend to amount to i'll say sky is the limit that's there in behavioral skills you should be able to do multitasking because in operations you'll always be running from one pillar to post managing input managing quality managing persons managing hr it it includes everything so operations is one first one uh, you should be ready to work hard ready to spend sleepless nights ready to do multitasking and should not lose your temper that is another thing and i have seen many operation managers losing their temper on the floor of a mill and all that should be the one thing that should not happen other thing coming to the technical skills definitely like you need to have a basic like some people who are there earlier it was thought that engineering people are most suitable for operations because earlier it was manufacturing which was mostly related to operations but now nowadays with the iot coming big data coming so many things coming up is the it and other fields which are also important so in those skills technical skills i'll talk about if you look at pmp if you look at six sigma if you look at lean if you look at those type of programs those are the skills which the companies are looking at to get you hired if you go to google you look at the jobs in operations and you will find wells fargo amazon and all these companies are giving their roles in operations and you read their basic qualifications they'll have six sigma they'll have pmp all those type of things are there so one must have adequate eq with them behavioral wise they should be ready to slog it out and technically other than mba degree yes mba is very important to get that because mba is one degree which teaches you everything related to operations starting from supply chain management to operations to input to exits and even team management all those things are taught and this is also another part of pmp project management professionals and which is being done by pmi they teach you about the teams they teach you about the technical skills they teach you about the other parts like agile scrum and all those type of things do come into this so all these things encompassing is all a operational manager should be there but then don't get disheartened that okay i i told you 10 things okay need to define your field what you are looking at then prepare yourself toward that field and then go and educate yourself or upskill yourself to that level you don't need to be master of all look at one or two places upskill yourself and then you can go anywhere you want sure sir that answers my question perfectly so from one mba student to another now sir how is the uh, going back to school experience been for you <laughs> it's like uh, you know you you saw that movie sharukh khan mai hu na 
So once you go yes, to sir. that school, carry your kid, you carry to the bag and you reach your class to find young girls, okay, looking at you, who is this guy, okay? And then you get the feeling that, okay, you are a Shahrukh Khan coming back. But yes, definitely it's a little harder at this age and service when you have to go to school, start learning those skills, like uh, remember those statistics, mathematics and all those type of things, which I thought I'll never get into it. But then you come back to it, you start learning and you start enjoying, in fact. And once you start at this stage, at that time, during my 11, 12th class, maybe I didn't enjoy them. But now once I read them, I look at them and once I relate them to the fields which I'm going to serve, that is where the real thing. At that, those times during my school days, I didn't know why I'm doing it. But now I know why I'm yes, studying, why I, why I'm studying probability, why I'm studying finance, because I am using them practically. So whatever I am studying from my MBA, in fact, I have become so much richer in experience from this MBA course that I use them in my, not only in my professional world, in my day-to-day -day life. There are certain financial decisions which I've taken. I would have never done them if I had gone, not done this, I have done this course earlier. So encompassing everything, it, it gives you completely broad, completely arena, it opens your mind. It lets you interact with the people who are from a different mindset, who are from different agencies, who are with a different age than you. And then that's the sky is the limit. Once you learn all that, you are richer in experience, you're richer in life after that. Yes, sir. I totally agree. So, sir, now I would like to know, is it a myth that operations is a male-dominated field? Could you elaborate on role of women in operations? Ah, come on, these are misogynistic questions, okay, it's better we did not talk about that. But uh, frankly speaking, those, ah, gone are those days, okay, when th those times when we used to look at those manufacturing, where people used to go into coal mines, wear helmets, in a manufacturing, or into a floor, something is falling on that, male-dominated, somebody has to physically lift. In fact, in a, in a very, very, you'll be surprised to know, in very, very heavy labor-intensive or manufacturing ind industries also, that main part of those olden days part is just 25-30% of that. Even the companies which are in heavy manufacturing, like Bharat Forge, you talk about LNT, any of these companies, 40 to 50 to 60% of their operations are internet-based, operations are e-based, operations are related to IT, technology, starting from management of resources, the design management, the process improvement, the supply chain, all these things come up as part of uh, part. These are not physical dominated fields. And that's where the women can come and mark their niche. They are very good in managing customers. They are very good in managing finances. They are very good in managing inventory. So those are the fields where the companies are looking, especially for women. And especially in companies like Amazon, Wells Fargo, most of these companies, they are having a gender equality systems. And in Amazon, they have started certain stores where only women are being hired. And sometimes I feel here I should have been women, at least on a gender quality, I would have got a better job like this. So, so it's a myth, frankly speaking, that uh, women are not getting equal jobs. Nowadays, actually, anybody who's upskilling, it's your skills levels and all. And I'll say it's an advantage to be a woman during these times. You'll get better opportunities than your male counterparts. Right, sir. I completely agree with your answer. So, sir, uh, what are the different career options in this field right now? Okay, uh, that is a question where actually... Uh, depends upon the type of career which you are looking at. There are so many options in that. If you look at pro practically, if you just look at uh, uh, operations manager, if you're looking at just the things which are looking only in the operations part, then there are so many things like you have forecasting, you have capacity planning, you have facilities and layout, you have scheduling, you have inventory management, you have quality ensuring, location of facilities. All these parts are, are of operational management. So you can be a material manager where you're looking at logistics, materials management, warehouse management, 
then you can be a purchase manager it's like like a lawyers who work into that it can be industrial production manager we are just looking at those industrial production within that part that includes staffing inventory control equipment maintenance all those things and it can be quality assurance manager so all these things come up under these type of operations and if you go into logistic manager itself is there and if you go into say google or you look at the type of jobs which you are getting at it's system operations manager partner operations manager it can be any of this thing general manager operations senior manager finance community operations manager so the sky is the limit into this if you have done right skills and all if you have got the right education and the way you have worked hard towards that the type of jobs are enough and the pay packages are huge in the internet companies people we used to we thought that there is never going to happen like banking sector in even in the government sector people are looking for jobs from people like operations manager and then ola uber they are they are frantically behind you so please upskill yourself go you into the market there is no dearth of jobs you will get enough of them so sir you said about upskilling yourself so do you what are the courses that a person can do for the operations field any specific course that they must do okay i'll just read out like uh, amazon is one company which many people are trying to go and uh, say join the amazon company and there's one job which i just taken out it is operations man manager in hyderabad and what he is asked is basic qualifications is he should be able to lead a team then two layers below them should know how to art articulate documentation and speech understanding of lean and six sigma then as a technical qualifications he is talking about then he is talking talking about strong presentation skills proven ability to build relationships decision making capability then he is talking about other things which which are talk, uh, which are here so what i will suggest you guys is look for a system what you are working at look at the way you want to write the courses along with your mba what you should look at is the pmp project management professional course within pmp itself there are four five branches you can go and look at that lean six sigma is one thing which most of the companies are looking at now so you should go at least till black belt it starts from green belt then you go to black belt and all so that is one thing which you are looking at agile and scrum are the other things so anybody who wants to get into this field and who's really serious and wants to get say uh, get a good offer good job that pay packages which i am talking about at least these four five should be on your uh, horizon and you must be looking to do do these things other than then if you want to go into specialization like warehousing you want to go to inventory management you want to go to quality control then there are specialized courses for these uh, special uh, subjects also those things you can take on from it so sure, sir so sir how has your career trajectory been over the years what part of your life did you enjoy the most was it being an army officer or a corporate leader or being an mba student now i have enjoyed every part of my life in fact uh, sitting with you is i think is one of the my best experiences and the same way has been there okay is every moment which i have lived is it has been a fabulous moment so if you think that okay after doing mba i'll be happy you are you are you are wrong if you think after going to amazon i'll be happy you are wrong if you think once i get a six figure salary i will be happy it's not there happiness and other things you have to look for where you are there you have to enjoy whatever life you have whatever journey you have i enjoyed the day i went to nda i enjoyed the day i got commissioned officer i enjoyed the day when i did well in my courses i enjoyed the day when i was a peacekeeper in united nations i enjoyed the day when i was there in new york and looking at hudson river from my 15 story flat and i enjoyed every moment when i went to different countries i met to heads of states everything was a beautiful journey everything was a learning in itself 
And now once I'm into corporate world, interacting with different people, different with the leaders, that itself is a big, big journey and uh, understanding people, knowing people, imparting knowledge, what you have gained during these times, everything is a part of this beautiful journey called life. So that's what I feel like. Everything has been great. That's very kind of you, sir. So uh, now I would like to ask you, after coming from office and being so energetic and agreeing to doing this interview with me, how do you maintain a work-life balance? Ah, work-life balance, what is that? <laughs> so you do not, you should not ask the professional people, especially somebody who's doing an MBA from ISP, that what is work-life balance? And actually, frankly speaking, it's a, it's a misnomer called work-life balance. If you start looking for work-life balance, you'll never get it. What I tell students, what I tell people, what I tell professionals is, you should enjoy what you're doing. Like your passion should, ideally your passion should be your profession. It shouldn't be like, okay, somebody has put you, held you, your parents are telling, come on, you have to do engineering. You want to do something and somewhere somebody has forcefully put you into this course and you're doing it. I'm doing, doing this course because I'm enjoying. So one thing is that. Other thing is like, okay, I'm doing this because this will give me this benefit. I'm doing this course because after this course, I will get a good package. So that is also a motivation for me. That motivation itself keeps you relaxed. That itself keeps you going. Other than then, what you need to do is build up certain habits. These are the habits initially it takes time. But once these habits become part of your life, then you don't need to make effort. Like morning, I have to go for five kilometers run. I can't miss it. Evening, I have to do my walking. So even if, even if heavens are falling, I take my umbrella and I go there. So those are the habits which keep you growing. Those are the things which keep you moving ahead. But yes, I must confess that at the young, youngster stage, once you are in at the first three, four years of life, you must work hard. You put in more effort into during those times. Once you get established, well set up, that is the time when you must look into building certain hobbies. These are the hobbies which are the ones which will give you work-life balance. These are the hobbies which will give you a time to relax. These are the hobbies which will take you away from the hectic life duration from you. And they'll the one who will keep you alive later on. Unless you start loving your job the way you love yourself. That's the thing. I'm sure our listeners would be inspired by this answer. Sir. So now would I like to know, as we know, technology is growing rapidly. Do you think the future of operations rules will be taken by AI or is manual intervention necessary in this field? Okay, that's actually a good question. And it's the, it's the field which all of us are actually very, very intricately looking at. You remember if we see, if you go to Fortune uh, 500 company, in fact, at 1920, it was Fortune 100. So all the companies which were listed in NASDAQ in 1920s, at, by the time it became 2000, I think only two or three companies were left out of that. And if you look at now, the pace has become so fast that out of those Fortune 500 companies, not even half of them are going to survive in next decade. And the same is the way for the jobs. You remember the CD players were there. You remember the PPR. You remember the phone called Nokia, which I purchased the first time. You call the company called Xerox. Okay, the other ones were this thing. So it's the jobs which are, which are transforming. It's the skills which are transforming. It's the things which are transforming. 3D printing is here, which is going to take on certain jobs which are manufacturing was doing. So definitely the automation has been there. The things which are new technology, which is coming, it is there. But with the new technology, it doesn't mean that the, the jobs which we are doing now, they will go. It will just that those will be transformed into a different manner. Like we may not be practically lifting something, but we will be monitoring something. We'll be looking into IT. So rather than from a manufacturing sector, it may be more, more of a services sector. It may be more of an IT-enabled things. 
so definitely the the jobs which we are doing the nature of the manufacturing the nature of operation which is going it's going to completely transform itself in next decade the things are already there the various things which we are working on it's already going on and one needs to keep himself or herself abreast with the changes keep upskilling themselves then only you will be relevant on to that so humans will always be relevant don't think tomorrow computers or robots will come and take over me and i'll know i'll be thrown out of my house it will not never happen but yes i need to upskill myself to be relevant along with the computers and robots which are going to wake me up early in the morning and give me a cup of tea <laughs> amazing sir so sir what is one piece of advice that you would like to give to students who want to choose operations as their career option yeah it's good in fact it's important to understand what you are getting into that is one thing is you understand because like i'll many people ask me like sir should i do hr should i go into finance should i go into marketing and all so operations is actually all encompassing once you are at this stage later on and uh, mostly as of now you will all realize that certain major top positions ceo positions are the ones which are taken up by the operation guys so it's good to start with operations once you reach to certain level like say vice president level or at that level then you can diversify into maybe hr functions or support functions and all because all those functions are required so for operational people first and foremost is be ready know what you are going for that keep upskilling yourself even at my this stage i read at least two or three hours every day to make sure that i am relevant i am in a contemporary world and continue working that so keep yourself upskilling make your plans okay do not wait that something will come to you please seek out go to linkedin make your profiles start following your company which you want okay once somebody told me and i really liked it identify the company which you want to be there identify your dream company you want to go to amazon please make a board of amazon write their values then start upskilling yourself according to amazon read their uh, notes which come into uh, come into am this uh, linkedin stop your facebook stop your instagram and look into linkedin okay that is the only thing which will get you ahead so and then be ready to work hard be ready to maintain or take extra load be ready to handle that and be very very resilient that i would like you to tell, uh, follow that i'm sure sir our listeners would be inspired and this will help them shortlist their specialization so sir at sims we are all defense brands transforming ourselves to become corporate leaders now so one thing that you love about the army and one thing that you love about the corporate world <laughs> it's a good question army is something which taught me how to live life it taught me the power of resilience the value of resilience never give up i've seen during my course like sometimes we wake up early in the four uh, continue working till 4 o'clock in the morning and i saw people who are from uh, say from a civil world they have not taken uh, say too much of pressure they start giving up they start breaking under pressures after fourth or fifth module they started breaking up but people who have seen the pressure who have seen life and death situations nothing is for them like for uh, most of the army brat they have seen their fathers are deployed always in some counter insurgency operations or maybe certain when when their life is at risk and they have managed those things throughout their life so your mental resilience is very high you are able to withstand whatever shocks life gives you and that is going to help you very much in the corporate life so that's what i'll say that yes i love everything what army taught me at that time especially the power of resilience the emotional quotient which it built to me the behavioral qualities which it built to me and the corporate world thing is like in army you can 
uh, it doesn't matter like if i work 18 hours nobody will pay me extra even if i work 24 hours i'll get the same pay there's no bonus or extra but in corporate world the may the moment you start growing you get the benefits exponentially so if you are ready to strike in a in a it firms and even people who are at a high level 60 80 lakhs is not a big thing people are getting uh, those are the packages which are normal packages so the growth opportunities in the corporate world for people who want to see that there are a lot of opportunities and sky is the limit if you want to do that but both the organizations are good up to you what you want i completely agree sir and that is why i believe the corporate sector preferred defense personnel and their dependents as well because of the exposure that they have had in their lives so sir uh, any last parting words you would like to leave us with that's all i it was great uh, interacting with you all i would love to hear from you any student who wants to personally contact me is most welcome i would love to say all of you are army brats and that is our first uh, life our first love and we would be ready to give our life any but whatever day they ask me to come back to the army and i'll be more than happy to all do all that things so be happy do love what you do that is most important and sky is the limit for you Okay, go and get it. Thank you so much for joining us, sir. We are sure that our audience will benefit much from your words. We truly appreciate your deep insights and sincere answers. Thank you once again. With this, we come to an end of the second season of Anubhav. We hope you enjoyed listening to us as much as we enjoyed making these episodes for you. If you like this episode, please like and share the podcast with your friends. family or with someone whom you think might benefit from it please follow and subscribe to our channel and let us know in the comment section what you would like to hear us talk about in our next season see you next time this podcast was brought to you by the sims branding cell thank you